Hey everybody, my name is Ethix. My name is T. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Fearful, Fearful Thoughts. Thoughts. Alright everybody, time to loosen up. Cheers buddy. Cheers man. Why don't you go ahead and start telling us what, uh, what we're doing here. Oh, alright. Well, we're going to be going over all things horror. Oh, nice. <laughs> Not whores, horror. Wrong podcast? Wrong one. <laughs> okay. that, that one airs tomorrow. Oh, okay, okay. Well, okay. the Sunday show, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the after party. <laughs> um, all things horror, including horror movies, scary stories, lore, video games, horror conventions. Ooh, yeah. that'll be fun. And don't forget the comedy and dark humor that we're going to be bringing into every episode. Definitely, buddy. So, just to give you a little bit of background about who I am, um, I'm Ethix. I run a small YouTube channel. Uh, basically doing video games and um, all horror video games. My channel is all scary games and scary playthroughs. I do a lot of Let's Plays and I do a little bit of cin cinematography as well. Um, it's small. I got about a little over 4,900 subscribers. Damn. Yeah, no, it's not too bad. And I don't know, I've always been fascinated with horror movies and, and lore and scary stories. I love being scared. That's why I, when we kind Wait. of talked about doing this, it was like one of those things where I it really... It was a must-have. Yeah, well, exactly, because I, I love spooky shit. And how'd that come about? <laughs> well, I don't know. It just kind of popped out of my head one day that I just kind of wanted to uh, make something that dove in more towards other people. Because I know a lot of people don't like video games. Not everybody likes video games, I should say. And... This was a good opportunity to bring stuff like this to everybody else. Awesome. Well, I'll go give you a little bit of background about myself. I've been a horror fanatic since I was, oh gosh, I'd say eight or nine. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, one of my first movies on, that I, horror movies I saw was Friday 13th Part 6 on Lifetime, believe it or not. Back in the day, they actually used to show scary movies. On Lifetime? Yeah, they would do a Friday 13th special. Really cool. Um, and then, since then, growing up, still loving all things horror, I opened up my own non-profit haunted house. Oh, shit. Yeah. That is true. We are <laughs> significantly big. We're about 9,000 square feet. Oh, wow. Um, and because we're non-profit, that means we give back to the community. Um, we give to all kinds of different charities, including Pets for Vets and animal related charities we help out kids who need to fulfill community service hours whether for graduation requirements or you know they got themselves in a little bit of trouble happens you know um check us out on our facebook page it's a living nightmare haunted attraction yeah definitely go check that out and make sure that you guys go and support that and if you guys are interested in checking out my channel as well if you guys want to see me getting spooked yeah. out and crying like the little bitch baby i know i am on the inside um, it's hilarious you gotta watch it <laughs> i'll go ahead and click on the link and yeah no i i think that's just amazing that you know what's been going on because i've been a part of it as well um it's through the years since day one so, yeah since the first time that we built we, uh the we were a little porch with a bunch of plastic and a fog machine and and fucking dave the zombie dave the zombie our first prop oh yes yes i remember well, building that first pneumatic prop yes and i thought that was like the coolest thing when i was like eight <laughs> hey he's still around <laughs> 
He's gotten a few upgrades since then, but he's still around. Yeah, he was falling apart over the years. <laughs> he was... Uh, Too many hookers. Hookers and blow. Yep. <laughs> so, I want to talk about the future of this show. Um, we're going to be doing this about every Saturday from now on. Barring and any complications. Exactly. <laughs> Shit happens, you know. We're, fucking COVID. We're fucking people, okay? Oh, well, um, I hope you're not fucking animals. No, That's just weird, man. Oh, oh Jesus. You. You and your... <laughs> You're sass, okay? Speciality. It's a thing. Okay, and also, if you guys want to check out the, the show, and if you guys want to keep up to date with all the episodes that are going out, make sure that you download the Anchor app to keep up on this podcast. And, you know, what the cool thing about it is, on the app, you can also send us a voice message uh, to interact and be a part of the show, and you can ask any question and come hang out with us. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And eventually down the line, we're talking about doing a video portion of this where you guys will actually get to see us live and all of our goofy, retarded nation. Exactly. And for that, you'd be able to go to Fearful Thoughts, uh, the YouTube page. Are you ready to get into this shit? You, yes, I am ready to get into it. You ready to get the shit scared out of you? I got some good shit going on over here. Oh, for real. Did uh, did I tell you guys that we're going to be going over black-eyed kids today, or a.k.a. black-eyed children? The spookiest shit you will ever hear in your life. Fuck those bastards. That's what I'm fucking saying. And so I got a little brief description for you guys, and it's just, it's, it's creepy. Okay, so here we go. There are dozens of stories circulating, each one of them separate instances and not just occurring on Halloween, but all of them follow a very similar pattern. Kids with completely blacked out eyes arrive at someone's home or vehicle, knock on the door, and then insist upon being let inside. Anyone who encounters them almost immediately begins to feel an overwhelming sense of dread. Besides blackout eyes, these children, usually between the ages of 6 and 16, typically appear normal. Sometimes their clothing is outdated. In extremely unusual instances, people have reported talon-like feet. Overall, though, they just look like normal kids. Holy shit, talon-like feet? I God. that is the what first they, they put I've heard of that. Man or some shit. Like what the fuck? I don't know. It sounds like some, some Jeepers Creepers shit, right? right? <laughs> Do they have a basement of dead bodies? Like. Driving an old beat up truck or something too? Like, you know, Jesus Christy, talon feet? Do they fly? <laughs> I, I I don't know if they fly, but they you know a lot of people have speculated that they're like they could be extraterrestrial, uh, ghosts, demons, uh, some spiritual kind of mumbo jumbo that's going around. And I don't know. There's been encounters, which are the stories that we have for you guys today different ones that we found uh scouring the internet oh yeah no the fun of the internet <laughs> big old black rabbit hole there or a big old black eyed kid hole <laughs> oh, fuck i don't know if that's kind of rapey if i said it like that just, just a little but it's okay it's okay we'll we'll move on all right why don't you uh why don't you go ahead and start us off all right so i got a couple stories one's a little bit longer one's a little bit shorter um there's no names to these stories, so nobody to attribute who they are. These are personal accounts. Uh, the first one is titled Halloween. Ooh. Let me preface this by saying I am by no means a writer, just a domestic engineer living in North Texas. Also, I don't believe in the paranormal, ghosts, 
demons, aliens, whatever. However, I did have an event happen to me this Halloween, and I have to admit, it has me scratching my head. Oh, shit. <laughs> so it had been a slow trick-or-treat night in our neighborhood that evening, which is pretty odd in itself. We usually have kids from different areas dropped off in ours and have constant parade at our door. That night, I'd say we had no more than eight or ten groups of kids come by the entire night. It was about 9.30 p.m., and my husband and I were sitting in our family room watching some of those ghost shows based on supposedly actual events. I love those shows. I do, too, like Ghost Hunters. Yeah, Ghost Hunters. Sorry. Um, <laughs> bad, sorry. Like I said, I don't believe in that stuff, but I do like a good ghost story now and then, and it was Halloween and all. We hadn't had any activity at the door for over half an hour, and it was getting late, so we decided to turn the porch light off and let our dog, Chloe, out of her crate. Chloe is an American bulldog and is very docile. We only put her in the crate because we were afraid she'd try to get out and play with all the kids, and I didn't want to have to chase her down the street. Also, (laughs) we didn't want her to scare any of the kids because she would look a little intimidating to younger kids. So I turned the outside light off, let Chloe out, and she followed me back to the couch and lay down at my feet. It was getting close to 10 p.m. when my husband decided he'd had enough fun for the night and was going to go upstairs, take a shower, and get ready for bed. After all, it was a Thursday, and he still had to get up early the next day. My teenage son was out with his friends at the local haunted house and wasn't expected back for another hour or so, so that left me alone on the couch with Chloe. Now, just because I don't believe doesn't mean those shows don't freak me out a bit. And being alone and watching, I'd have to say, was kind of uh, on edge, as it were. It wasn't long after I had heard the upstairs water for the shower turn on when there came a light at the, at the front door. My initial reaction was, what the hell, really? It's almost 10 p.m. Go home. But soon an uneasy feeling came over me. Why the knock? Our doorbell glows. And in the dark, and without the porch light, it'd be extra obvious to anyone there. I paused. Couldn't really just ignore it. Yes, you can. (laughs) Our front door has a big beveled glass panel. And anybody right at the door could see enough to see someone was in the family room watching TV. It'd be pretty rude of me to just sit there and not answer it. Again, from the door. I glanced down at Chloe. She was gone. My gaze followed her usual path to the front door, expecting her to be on her way there as she normally does. Nothing. She wasn't there. I stood up, looked around the room, and found her crouching by the back door like she was wanting out. However, she never asks to go out like that. She always comes and licks my hand and puts her head on my knee. This was totally out of character for her, and I'd have to say, heightened my anxiety. Chloe, crate, I said. She just turned back and looked at me like... Hell no, lady, I am moving. I yelled up to my husband, but he was already in the shower. I knew there was no chance of him hearing me. About that time, a car drove down our street and cast just enough light on the door to where I could see the silhouettes of two small children through the glass. I instantly felt relief. It was just some kids, probably a couple of my neighbors on their way back home and wanted to stop by and show me their costumes or something. I headed to the door and looked back to make sure Chloe wasn't going to follow me. What a great watchdog, I thought to myself, as she just sat there. (laughs) (laughs) Little asshole. I turned on the porch light when I got to the door, and sure enough, I could see through the glass it was a couple of pretty small kids. 
A little late for such young ones, I thought, and I began to wonder about what kind of parents would let their kids run the streets that late at night. I only opened the door enough to where I could block Chloe's escape if she decided to grow some balls, <laughs> which was only about two feet. What struck me immediately as odd was the kids weren't wearing any costumes. They were in normal street clothes. The also, fuck. not customary trick-or-treat either. You know, kids are supposed to say, trick-or-treat, when you answer the door. You know, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> I began to feel very uneasy again. It was a girl and a boy. The girl to my left was older. I'd say about eh, 11 or 12. I could tell she was blonde, but I couldn't make out any distinctive features as our lights are from high and above and on columns at the front of the porch. So most of the light was coming from behind them. I had not opened the door wide enough for any light from inside to hit them directly. The boy was younger and about a foot shorter, I'd say eight or nine years old, and looked to have light brown hair. The girl very politely spoke up. Ma'am, can we please come inside and use your phone to call our mom? As she spoke, something in the pit of my stomach was telling me something was wrong. What kid, even at that age, doesn't have a cell phone of their own these days? I mean, come on, really? Yeah, no shit, everybody does. I couldn't remember the last time I'd had anybody ask to use my home phone. So I replied, um, hun, don't you have a phone of your own you can call your mom on? I asked. This was when things really got weird. Both kids turned, looked at another like they were going to say something to one another, but neither one ever spoke. They both turned back to me, and the girl said, ma'am, my cell phone battery doesn't have any charge left in it can we please come inside and call our mother we're alone out here and my brother is scared i have to admit there were two competing feelings going on inside me first that of a mother's heart that wanted to help these two small children get back to their mom Mm -hmm. the other sinking fear in my gut that was keeping the other feeling at bay (laughs) It was then I noticed that during the short conversation, I'd already opened the door a few extra inches, which I was completely unaware of doing so. I stopped. Honey, why don't you give me your mother's number, and I'll call her myself. Another pause. They again looked at one another. After a short moment, they turned back to me, and the girl said, Ma'am, my little brother has to use your bathroom. Can we please come inside while you call our mom? And with that last statement... The little girl moved closer toward the door like she was going to just walk past me right on in the house. Oh, hell no. Back up, bitch. As she did, she stepped into the light coming from the inside of the house. I got my first real good look at her. Solid, jet black eyes. That's all I could see. That motherly instinct was gone and replaced by terror. I don't think I've ever felt it in my life. I could feel every hair on my arms the back of my neck standing at attention. I closed the door to where just my face was able to stick out. The little girl stopped and again pleaded, Please, ma'am, we're really scared and alone out here. We have to come inside. Please help us. Then, like on cue, both kids began to whimper and cry. That's when the fear took over, and I shut and locked the door. I'll call your mom if you give me the number, I shouted (laughs) through the door. Smart lady. Yeah, but I'm not letting you in my house. I could still see them stand the, standing there on the porch, just staring at me through the beveled glass pane. Just part of me wanted to run upstairs to my husband, 
but the bigger part didn't want to lose track of where they were. That's smart. That is smart. <laughs> that would have freaked me out even more to not know where they were after what seemed like forever, but probably only a few seconds. I decided I'd call my neighbor that lives across the street. As I made my way to the side table by our couch to get my phone, I glanced back at the door. Chloe was nowhere to be found. We later found her in the guest room under the bed. When I got to my phone and started to look for his contact info, it was only then the kids stepped away from the door and began to walk to the street. As they did, I walked to the door to get a better look at where they were going. Still, not calling my neighbor. If you get close enough to the glass, you can see out enough to make out people's shapes, but you can't see much detail. Of course, standing that close to the door would make you pretty obvious to anyone outside looking in. Yeah. From the door, I could see that the kids were still standing under the street lamp nearest my house, staring at me. As I lifted the phone to my ear after calling, only then did the kids start walking down the street. I met my neighbor out under the lamp once he was out there, but the kids were nowhere to be seen. Like I said, I don't believe in any of this kind of stuff, and had never even heard about black-eyed kids before talking to my friend. What I really think is that the kids were just out yanking people's chains on Halloween night. But I will say this for them. They were good. Really good at it. They scared the shit out of me and my dog. Damn. Holy shit, dude. I got chills from that one. Yeah, that one dude. was really freaky. Uh, Trick-or-treaters kind of thing. Yeah, that one That one gets me because you never know. Well, the lady was actually really smart for not letting her in. I mean, for one, uh, you would think uh, just this is just my train of thought here but if i had kids i would not be teaching them hey if you ever get lost um go bang on someone's fucking door and uh, try to get inside their house right like who does that seriously rapers like, murderers rapists i mean the, the i can keep going not. on on the list well that's 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 exactly <laughs> what i'm saying and it, it it freaks me the fuck out that that would be a situation because like I, I don't I don't think I, I can handle it. Yeah, like, that, that that's a, that's some weird shit right there, man. I mean, yeah, like who who really would teach your kids to do that? And and being a, a fan of horror and everything, like I agree with her first instincts of not wanting to let them in her house. I mean, oh yeah, I, no. I, I, I couldn't do it either because like where's your parents, especially that young? What parent lets their kids these days run around without being somewhat close to see them? Well. Exactly. No, I, I... Bad parents, maybe, I guess. Well, no, I fully agree with that because, like, I trust animal instincts also for the fact being that, like, the dog was freaked out. And, mm -hmm. like, especially... Like, because my dog, Titan, he... He'll freak the fuck out over anybody, like, knocking on the door. Like, <laughs> he doesn't shut the fuck up. I love him to death, but Jesus Christ. Um, right. But, no, and he... There's certain people that he growls at and he does not like. And and it just makes you think. It's like, well, should be, like, rethinking of these people that, uh, I, you know, I'm seeing or, you know, letting into my house because uh, of the fact being that my dog is just, like, really pissed off. Because especially when my, like, my dog, super lovable, super playful, super nice, loves everybody. But there's just some people he doesn't like letting them in. And I trust that more than anything. Right? You should always trust your animal's instincts. Oh, 100%. They're, they they can see and hear into planes that we can't, and they definitely have more insight, I think. Well, and also, going back of what you were saying earlier with, you know, 
watching and growing up watching horror movies, like, I don't want to be the first person to fucking die in a horror movie. <laughs> right. Like, I know it might happen, and it's definitely possible. I'm, you know, not very active, and I would definitely have trouble running away. But I don't... Yeah, but it's not like you're getting laid anytime soon, so you don't have to worry about that. Because usually it's the prostitutes and whores and people having a bunch of sex and doing drugs that die first in horror movies. Yeah, but like in a situation... You're just an alcoholic, so you won't have to worry about that. Hey, fuck you. (laughs) That may be true. Um, No, but like in instances like this one, it's weird for the fact being that it's not like your typical horror movie. You know what I mean? Like it's just random people being gone up to like the little black eyed children going up to. Oh yeah, they they, they look normal and, and they're always asking for help, it seems like. Well, exactly. Trying to play on your good nature. And I also feel like, because I was reading this article for the fact being that um, apparently they go after people that know about them. Interesting. Um, Because I've known about those little fuckers, and I'm keeping my eye out. (laughs) I will punt one of those sons of bitches like a goddamn football. I have no problems doing that. Sorry, little kids, if you come up to me trying to scare me, looking like a black-eyed kid, you're getting punted like football. Well, are you ready for another one? This I one, am. This one's a little bit shorter, like you. I'm not that short. I'm taller than you. I wasn't meaning overall height. I'm talking... Hey, fuck you. <laughs> All right. So, the name of the story is, No, You Won't Be Calling Anybody. <laughs> that sounds rapey. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. And by the way, I did not title these. They came with a title already. Uh huh. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. It helps me sleep at night with the black eyed kids. <laughs> so, the incident took place about 13 years ago. I had just moved into a new city with my wife. We were a small town newlyweds from the Midwest. We moved cross country to one of the biggest cities in Southwest so I could attend graduate school. Being naive, and new to city living, I habitually answer the door without a second thought. Never again after this. First thing that should have tipped me off to the peculiarity of this situation was the fact that someone was knocking at 6 in the morning. Jesus Christ. Like, like really, I'm trying to enjoy my coffee at the time. <laughs> Fuckers. I'm not awake. Uh, the second thing that should have dawned on me is this kid had to reach over... A rather tall patio gate to unlock, unlatch and open it. You fucking slender man. I was thinking Google Gadget, but you know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> slender man it is. The knock at the door was startling. My wife and I were getting ready for work. A pretty normal routine. The moment I opened the door, I was overtaken with an inexplicable sense of fear. To this day, I can picture him. Teenager. Average height. Average build. Knee length. Black leather coat, short black hair, and sunglasses. The sunglasses at 6 a.m. struck me as odd, and even more odd, he was eating an apple. Hmm. You know, like, what kid eats an apple anymore? He was very polite and asked if he could come in and warm up. I said no. Closed the door and slid the security chain into place. A moment later, another knock. I opened the now-chained door, and before I could speak, he asked again if he could come in and warm up. No! I replied and attempted to close the door. 
Before the door could shut, he put his hand out, stopping the door on its hinges. Oh, hell no. He looked directly into my eyes, still wearing his sunglasses, and said, Can I at least get some ketchup for my apple? What the fuck? <laughs> fuck that. I reply, albeit a little confused, get the hell out of here. My wife is calling the police. He takes a moment to let this information sink in, lowers his glasses, revealing his eyes as black as obsidian, and says, no, you won't be calling anybody. At that moment, I force the door closed, lock it, and call out to my wife. She is scared shitless, hiding in the bedroom, all jacked up on adrenaline, I ripped the, cor the curtains back to look out the window next to the door. He's gone. Absolutely no trace of him. I go out on the patio and check the gate. It's still latched from the inside. That was fucked up, I think to myself. And as I turn to enter the house, I notice a half-eaten half apple lying on the ground. Without ketchup. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted to fuck ketchup, man. He wanted to fuck the ketchup? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Jesus Christ. Now, that one was not as, uh, I, f I feel, not as s creepy as the first story I read. Um, but still, no. still interesting. A daytime, more or less, a daytime experience with them. Usually they come at night. From so what? That, that is kind of interesting. Yeah, from what I've read, it, it, it's all nighttime, which is, yeah, it's weird. I could almost chalk that one up to kids playing pranks but he says 13 years ago so about 13 years ago i'm not sure um if those scolera blackout lenses were readily available for like anybody to go buy like yeah. i know the movie industry used them back then and they still do but, but they were expensive aren't they yeah 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 they're they're not readily available like today well my thing also is the fact that like when he said um, you won't be calling anybody. And he, like, took down his glasses. Like, I thought he, like, took down his glasses, like, you know, the cool way when you're, like, checking something out. That's how I kind of envisioned that. And it almost felt like that was his threat. Like, look at these eyes. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then and the, the fact that the patio gate was still latched closed and stuff. And that um, you, you would have to have, like, stretch Armstrong arms to reach over the gate if you're... If you're a shorter kid, you know, to to unlatch it and open it. See, that's weird. I that'd be that'd be really hard to explain. Like, I, the one thing I gotta say to that is get some fucking cameras. Oh yeah, first thing, if especially when that happened. Yeah, security cameras. Because at least then you can look back, and if the cameras wig out, then you know there's something paranormal going on there. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah. Or well, at least if nothing else, you can catch a better glimpse of that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Fucking jump in your gate or something. Uh, leave it as trash at your place, too. Like, yeah, what, what a grateful little black-eyed kid. <laughs> Fucking ketchup for his apple. Like, maybe that's that's all he wanted. If I would have given that kid ketchup for his apple, I probably would have gotten one of the big-ass Heinz bottle of ketchup, and I would have fucking chucked it at him. Oh, like, yeah. Like, just for not only for him being a little asshole, but, like... Interrupting my coffee in the morning. Well, that, too, but... For the fact being that he broke into the house as well. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's just fucked up. Oh, yeah. Putting his hands so you, in the door frame so you can't shut up. Like, I would shut the door even harder and break his fucking hands. Exactly. Like, no no normal person or normal child would do that. It, it, what the fuck's up with the sunglasses? Like, he's, he's 
the super uber cool black eyed kid. Like, yeah, fuck you. Like, I'm the leader, bitch. His his leather jacket and shit. Yeah, no. That's not how this works anymore. Yeah, no, kid, man. Man, you can get the fuck out of here, you little it's not the Terminator. Fi- it's not the 50s anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that was my second my second story. Um, you got a couple, don't you? Yeah, I do. But before we get into that, we need to give a word to our sponsor, Anchor. So we'll be right back. Oh, sweet. And a beer break. And a beer break. All right, and welcome back, guys. So I'm going to be reading a couple stories that I got, one long and one a little bit shorter than that. Sweet. I can't wait. Um, Do they take place anywhere near mine? Um, Not that I know of. So I, I, don't, I, I don't think that they, they, they are. These are um, stuff that I found like sub-comments. But when I dove into it, when I was looking it up, I was trying to find, you know, the history and everything that was going on. But when I actually was reading the comments, people had their own actual experiences with black-eyed children, which was really creepy and really cool. Because then I kind of dove into what they were saying, and it wasn't just a story that was online. It was people's comments too right right I, I see what you're saying whereas mine were in articles and there were still first-hand experiences that somebody shared online but it wasn't in a comment thread that would have been potentially newer more recent yeah <clears throat> um, more terrifying this one the, the first one i will admit reading it it was really creepy um i didn't expect it to be as creepy as it was but uh, the more I read into it, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, it- right. Nice, nice. Oh, I, I also want to say really quick that um, I have no idea what stories he's reading. Um, we did not go over these stories between each other at all. All a surprise. Get your uh, real reaction going. Yeah, good luck trying to scare me, buddy. All right, we'll see with this one. Okay, my first story um, was this guy... Uh, who didn't really believe in it, but then he ended up believing it. So black-eyed kids, the mere idea of them terrifies me. It didn't used to. In fact, I didn't understand what the big deal was. I don't know why. I mean, I read the online stories and articles about black-eyed kids, just like everyone else, but I just didn't have the uh, visceral reaction so many other people did when reading about them. So I embarked on a quest... I'd show people just how unscary these things were, whatever they were. Who knew if black-eyed kids were even a real thing? I'm the kind of person who needs to see it for myself. Retard. To be fair, though, I'm also the kind of person to see for myself. There there are certain things, though, that you just... I'll I'll wait till the end of the story to delve into that more. No, I, I, I see what you're saying. But I began doing a lot of research online. I looked at the paranormal sites, I watched scary videos on YouTube about black-eyed kids, and from everything I gathered, they found you. You didn't find them. And it seemed like it was pretty much just by chance if they did find you. So what was I to do? I came up with a plan. I began putting up an anonymous ad on Craigslist. It read, black-eyed kids, I am not afraid of you. I want to meet you, 9 p.m. Wednesday, the park bench on the corner of 3rd and Washington. Show me why I'm wrong and I should be afraid. 
The bench was only like a block from my apartment, so every Wednesday I would walk down there and see if anyone or anything came by. I usually wouldn't sit there. I'd stand back and watch. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I may not be afraid for black-eyed kids, but I know the internet can attract some nuts. And it did. Occasionally, nothing exciting enough to write about, though. A couple of pervs and some teenage kids joking around. So this went on for about six months. And then I stopped posting the ad. The week I stopped, I got a knock on my door. I was sitting on my couch, and it was a little after 9 p.m. I don't know how to explain it, but the second I heard that knock, my skin went ice cold. Ice cold. I didn't need to get up. I knew who it was, and how much to my surprise, I was terrified already. I was wrong about not being afraid of black-eyed kids. The fear is on a different level, an instinctual primal level. But still... I managed to get up and open the door. And yup, there was a kid, about nine years old, olive skin, dark hair, solid, black eyes, staring up at me. Can I come in? He said. I was speechless. After what seemed like an eternity, I responded with a no. And I began closing the door. We missed you at the park tonight, the boy said. I stopped closing the door. I looked at him, my mind racing. They'd been watching me. The boy smiled up at me. It took everything I had to make my arm move again, pushing the door closed and locking it. As soon as I shut the door, I gasped for air. I hadn't been breathing. I sat back against my wall, facing the closed door. He was still there. I waited. Nothing. It took me at least an hour to move from that spot, staring at that door. I didn't sleep that night or the next night. Eventually, I collapsed with exhaustion at my desk at work, only to be awakened minutes later by a nightmare memory of that boy. It's been six months. I can't explain the fear that washes over your body when you see the eyes on these kids and the state of your mind, the way your body wants to listen to what they are telling you, what they're asking. I thought if I told you my story, it would help me get over what happened and warn others. I'm positive these kids are evil and the people they meet who can't resist whatever power they wield. I don't think we will ever hear from those people again. I now avoid that corner park bench with everything I have and don't tell anyone why. People think I'm crazy sometimes. <laughs> Walking three blocks out of the way just to make sure I don't go near it. But you'd be the same way if you went through what I what I did. Black eyed kids are nothing to mess with. And that's the end. Wow. Um that, so, that was freaky as fuck, wasn't it? <laughs> yes and no at the same time. The whole I'm I'm sitting there thinking as you're reading on about this guy, like what an idiot. Like who actively goes out of their way with a a Craigslist ad looking for black eyed kids? What uh, I I don't know honestly. It is kind of weird that they showed up after he stopped doing the ad. Six months after, though. Well, it sounded like he kept reposting it. No, he said he stopped reposting it. Yeah. He said he said after he six months he stopped reposting it. So during that whole six months, he's posting it, posting it, posting it, and then after six months, it sounded like he was like, "All right, fuck it, these kids ain't showing up," so he stopped. Just the fact that he went out of his way trying to antagonize them, like 
these these black eyed kids, whether they're demonic, alien, cryptid, whatever they are, why would you go poking the bear intentionally like that? I I just don't get that. I mean, there's a lot of things that yeah I would have to see to believe for myself, but certain things you just don't fuck with, like being the retard that gets a Ouija board out. And starts playing around with it, talking to spirits. I've seen plenty of horror movies that goes horribly wrong every time. To be fair, curiosity did kill the cat. But also, I do understand the curiosity in that. Because, like, you hear all this shit about every... You know what I mean? Like, all the hype about what's going on. And then you're like, this cannot be real. And what gets me the most about this story is the fact that he didn't give his address... He literally just said the park Mm -hmm. and meet me on the bench at the park. And and then they just shows up at his door, knocks on his door. Like that's what makes it more real and makes it a little bit more believable. Even, even if it's just a story that he's telling, I mean, he tells it really good, but um, for them just showing up at his house, not at the park. Yeah. Yeah. That's what kills me the the most. The park that was less than what? Three blocks away. Yeah, he said three blocks yeah. away. Um, no, I, I definitely agree with that. And um, or or was it was it three blocks away or just around the corner from his house? I remember he said he went three blocks out of his way to ensure he didn't. It walk was around past it was the it, corner, but it, on the corner of his house. Yeah. So I get that. Um, no, that that definitely added the creep factor to it. Um, that the these black eyed kids had been watching him long enough to see where he went, so they knew where he lived. I mean, if they're watching the shadows, because they're, I I keep coming back to thinking that these black eyed kids are kind of almost like shadow people. They kind of live in the shadows. They disappear. They only come out at night usually. Other than that one story, but that one story that I read, um, it could have been wintertime, so it still could have been dark. Oh yeah, no, uh, which definitely would have made the sunglasses even more creepy. But that that oh man, that was good. That, that, was, that was a good one. Like I said, that one, I think, scared the shit out of me the most. Like, that, out of all the stories that I found, that one gave me the chills. Literally just reading it for the fact... I, I, I don't know, man. It's just... There's something about the story that was believable. And... Like, see, especially when he starts out, you know, like a lot of people do. I'm a complete skeptic. I don't believe in this nonsense. But wanted to see if there was any validity to it. And I bet he uh, is never going to second-guess something like that again. Oh, I fucking highly doubt it. I would uh, I would to go as far as putting up cameras and shit. Like, if it was honest to God me, like, and that shit started really happening. Like, all jokes aside, I would probably try to have more proof on it, and I would test it out. Like, is it a fucking... So let's say it's like a demon, right? Does holy water work on it? If you just start splashing that shit on them, is it going to burn them? Or if you put a salt line because uh, of for, for just going to say the uh, salt line across the doorway yep. and you let your door open and, and be like, oh, yeah, come right in, buddy. And he stops and looks at you and he's like, I can't. Have a good day, sir. <laughs> yeah, and walks and he, away. I mean, then you know, yeah, definitely demonic. But if it's a cryptid and that kind of stuff doesn't work on it and he just walks inside your house... Now you have this creepy-ass black-eyed kid on your couch thinking of ways to murder you. Or not murder you. Rape? Rape? I, well, I wasn't going to say rape, but... <laughs> Kidnap? 
No, I, I was. Yeah, I mean, they're they're obviously up to no good because they're showing up at in the dark. If if they weren't up to no good and they were like just there, why why not show up during the day? No, I I agree. When I could see their freaky little eyes. <laughs> no, I I definitely agree with you. It's it was it, it was something. Yeah. All right. Well, I I got another story for you. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this one takes place in uh, Sacramento, California. Oh, a little closer to home. Yeah, a little bit. Um. All right. So let's start it out. My encounter happened when I was in junior high. We were living in California, about an hour north of Sacramento, in a small two-bedroom house in a fairly rural community. This would have been around 1970s. Not sure exactly which year. I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw what I first took to be my mother in the hallway. I realized after a few seconds, it was too short to be my mother. So I thought it must be my sister, which was odd because she almost never got up during the night. So I looked closer and that's when I noticed it had big black circles for eyes, like nothing, like an absence of matter just jet black nothingness instead of eyes. I was terrified, but unable to scream or move. I had propped myself up on my right elbow to get a better look, and I was frozen in that position with my eyes locked on gaze of that thing. I felt like I had to break my vision of this thing or it would do something terrible to me. So with an effort of will, I jerked my elbow back and my head hit the pillow. <laughs> Jerked. Hey, <laughs> sorry. This guy's got the right idea. <laughs> Just kidding. As it was a feather pillow, the side of it billowed up and broke the lock between my eyes, that thing's black orbs. As soon as that happened, I could move again, and I jumped up thinking I had to protect my brother and sisters. All four of us crammed into that bedroom while my parents were looking for a larger house, but it was gone. I looked under the beds, in the closet, around the house. Don't know where I got the courage, because... I had never been so scared in my life. I still remember it to this day, and for years, the memory would keep me up at night and give me chills to think about. A few years ago, I came across the legend of the black-eyed children, but didn't really put it together with my experiences. I didn't consider it a child. It seemed apparent to me that it was a very evil entity of some sort. Never saw it again, thank goodness. Once was certainly enough. I can tell you I was very glad to move out of that house. My parents thought it was because I would get my own room. The truth was much more sinister than that. And that was that was the last one. That was pretty short. That was a good one, though. I, I like that. Um, some little heroic angst in there, trying to like you know keep him and his siblings safe. Or stupidity. Oh, well, if you keep them all together in one room, you can throw one kid at a time. <laughs> it's so you can get out. out. Yeah, exactly. First one definitely a lot more on the on the creep factor than that second story there. That really, yeah, that got me. The first one did. Second right. one, not as much, but it was still a good story, and and it took place in ni- like nineteen seventy. Yeah, it was like... Uh, so, I mean, that that's a good encounter. I mean, that, that just shows how long those these little bastard yeah. children have been running around messing with people. They just keep fucking doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I have an interesting little couple of things here. Black Eyed Kid hoax is possible. 
using scolaire contacts like we've been talking. Yeah, I know? could I could see um, that being a thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it is a um, thing, but I could see it like teenagers and shit going out and doing that. The only problem is, is like the, the story that you just read in 1970, it was not readily available. Oh, like, like movies used them, yes, and, you know, in high productions and stuff like that. Very expensive. It's not like you could run down to the local store and buy them. I mean, you still can't. You have to Google search a place that sells them, but there's plenty of contact places that sell them now. Um, but here's, here's an interesting thing. Causes for black eyes. Eyes normally dilate in low light conditions with the pupil enlarging to let more light in. Uh, when this happens in other conditions, it's called midriasis. There you go. Conditions include blown pupil in cases of increased intracranial and ecstasy. Ooh, ecstasy. Mm. Ooh, yummy. But in these cases, it is only that the pupil expands, making the area of the iris and the pupil appear black. The white of the eyes the sclera remains, but if you're primed to see black-eyed kids and encounter one with enlarged pupils, you might project that their entire eye was deep black. So, so, so what I'm getting out of that is that you know, seeing your pupil that big is not a normal thing, and to come across, you know, and see that, um, your brain might trick itself into thinking that. The whole square and everything was black, giving you a false black-eyed kid experience. Oh yeah, no, I, I I can see that your mind just playing tricks on you, kind of like when you're in the dark and like like if you wake up in the middle of the night, you're gonna see like shadows or you're gonna see something, in because your brain's just playing tricks. It's the trick of the light or whatever. Well, the, the question begs to, to be is, is your brain really playing tricks on you? Or is it finally showing you what's always been in there in the dark? See, that would be... that that That's a really good point and a really scary thought. I would like to believe that I'm safe in my bed and all those scary little thoughts and shit that happen are n- nothing more than my imagination running free and wild, so... Yeah, you just never know. I mean, it, 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 it's yeah. I mean, we have all of our senses and everything for a reason to keep us safe, and that gut feeling is real. You know, you get that gut feeling that something's wrong. You you need to get the fuck out of there. Well, like if your hair stands up in the back of your neck and get goosebumps. There, yeah, there. There's a reason for it. You know, and and they say black eyed children always ask for something you know sometimes they ask to come inside your house sometimes they ask to use your bathroom in other cases they'll ask for a ride um and then sometimes they'll ask if they can use your phone or or an apple (laughs) or some ketchup for their apple i mean geez oh yeah or that's what it was ketchup for the apple You know, um, and a lot of times black-eyed kids are also commonly described as wearing outdated clothing or dress in a manner that's not normal of kids their age these days. You know, um... So what you're saying is if some kids dressed up like they were in the 70s, I'd probably just tell them to get the fuck out. (laughs) Correct. And then there's other things, you know, where um, people think that black-eyed children are just uh, part of this creepy pasta trend. Um, 
Which at one point I think I think I'd like to cover some creepy pasta trends and stuff. And that's yeah. that, that that's for another episode. Um, but you know what, what the thing is, there's some theories out there that black-eyed kids are from demonic origin, aliens, or this is one that I never thought of or potentially crossed my mind before: vampires. The black-eyed kids are kind of vampires, and so they're. They're trying to use their old vampire Jedi mind tricks to make you open your car door, let them in, and then when you're out of view of everybody, they suck your blood. Like, they, you know, they, they drain you. So, what you uh, I, I guess that would uh, explain the factor of um, the, you know, having to be invited into, uh, like, car or your house or whatever. That would explain that for sure. The lore of a vampire. Right, right. In, in the essence. And then the fact that 90% of their cases are only at night that they're seen. You know, falling under the vampire lore of, you know, the sunlight kills them. Okay. I, if that if that would be the case, then... I don't know. What about, what about the stories that... Where people have let them in and they didn't do anything. And then they just walk out and leave. Um, because my thoughts are maybe the black eyed kids are for one once once they've been invited in going off of vampire lore again uh, once they've been invited in unless you rescind your invitation now that door is open and they can come back whenever they want oh um, and so, so they're and so then in some of the cases I've 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 seen some stories where the black eyed kids ask to use the bathroom they go and they use the bathroom and stuff. Well, they're casing out the joint. They're figuring out a way, other ways into the house, you know? So once they have that invitation, if they're vampiric in nature, uh, now they can come back in your sleep. Shit. That's one I have not thought of. That has never crossed my um, mind, but that that's a really good theory. I, 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 that, I, I, like I, that. I never thought about that until I looked at this uh, 10 facts about black-eyed kids, you know, where it's theorized that they could potentially be vampires. Jesus Christ. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, like, one of the other possibilities is them being aliens, and I'm kind of leaning against that. I mean, I, in my younger years, I did a lot of, like, I was way into aliens and UFOs and stuff, and so I did a lot of research, read a lot of books and stuff, and um, I, w I definitely would not attribute them to being aliens. The vampire theory, that makes sense and especially because if they're turned and they become vampiric and they're stuck at that age and they just like live in a hole in the ground or wherever the fuck vampire <laughs> kids are gonna live um their their clothes are gonna be outdated until until they kill somebody and take their new clothes well i i, I mean yeah i guess <laughs> i i wouldn't necessarily you know throw away the alien thing the reason why i say that is because like a lot of alien sightings you hear about these people that say that they had these big black eyes and so maybe i you know and i've always wondered this maybe aliens aren't necessarily what we perceive in movies and televisions and stuff like maybe they do look human maybe they do have black eyes and maybe it's just them like maybe it is an alien casing mm -hmm. out the joint not necessarily to he wants to steal your netflix password I, <laughs> fucking maybe but no maybe it's more or less just like i don't know he's just he's just there 
Okay, okay. Like, All right. experiments. I, I, I guess uh, putting it that way, I guess I could think about that a little bit more and uh, figure out the fact that aliens have been reported to have telepathic powers, which would explain the Jedi mind tricks that the blind black-eyed well, kids pull to try to get into the house. Well, and, and then um, they could project an image of a kid into your mind so you think you're looking at a kid when you're actually looking at this grotesque alien with scaly fingers and shit well and i think it would also explain if we're also going back to the tele telepathy kind of thing is when earlier in your story in uh where it was the little boy and the little girl they kept on looking back at each other without saying anything or were they saying something but just you couldn't hear it. You couldn't hear it because and, it was... And that would explain, like, they looked at each other like, okay, what are we going to say? You Like, what is this cell phone thing? And then, like, maybe they, like, almost like Skynet shit fucking uplinked, like, information about cell phones and was like, oh, uh, my cell phone is dead. It, it, it can't call anybody kind of thing, you know? I like, would, they, 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 they worked on a, a, a lie together about the cell phone. <laughs> My, well, my thing is, is if it, if it's an alien, I believe that they already know that we that you, they already know what a cell phone is. They already know what our base technology is, because if if there are if there are aliens out there, which I would there like are. to, I would like to believe that there are in this vast universe. But we're not if, alone. It, okay, if there are aliens, like. And they've been watching us for fucking thousands of years. They're going to be watching and keeping up to date with with our technology. Like, they're going to know what's going on and how advanced we are as a culture and society of the world. Like, I, Right, right. right. Um, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, and that's why I was saying that they probably looked at each other and they're telepathically talking back and forth as far as, like... What's a believable lie about why she can't use her black-eyed kid cell phone? Her, her Sprint Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but for real, though, nowadays, I just want to say, nowadays, people still claim to see the black-eyed children when driving late at night down an empty road or outside their window late at night or even lurking in the shadows of their room. Many people have reported seeing the black-eyed children standing in the corner of their room during their episodes of sleep paralysis or even waking up in the middle of the night because they sensed someone was watching them and in the shadows were these children. So sleep tight. Watch out for black-eyed kids. And, and always be mindful of your fearful thoughts. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll see you guys on the next episode.